0: Hello, and welcome back to another exciting Alchemist Club adventure. I'm Joe, your host and your Dungeon Master. For more thrilling D&D antics, joining me here today we have...
1: Daniel, playing Chardfleet.
0: Al,
2: playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock.
3: I'm Matt, and I play Laylin. What up, it's your boy Waffle playing Tarjax.
0: We do have a fan letter this week. It is... From Patches, the subject line is, I'm back. (laughs) Uh, This is quite lengthy, so I'll probably skim a few chunks of it, but it starts off with a bit of a summary here.
4: You you need to at least post the whole thing in Discord for us to see. Yeah,
0: I want to read all of Patches' works. Okay, we'll do that after the episode, so that you guys are not just sitting here reading. (laughs) <laughs> all right all right fair um, so many things have happened found the vault of the gods this is easily one of my favorite episodes i was not at all prepared for how excited i was announced that this was, was earlier episodes the optimist club heard the story about the vault. It was neat but i didn't think much of it, it pulled a fangirl squeal exactly like when terror meets maravaggio <laughs> i hope we go back there uh Laurie's den of misfortune joe does an absolutely fantastic southern bell well, thank it you true. very much. Take care. <laughs> um, in the vaults, biting the tendril, casting Kirunz on the bad guy, lots of loot. I was hoping the party would take some of the items because it seems like that's what Joe wanted them to do. Maybe.
3: <laughs> uh No, we would have died. Maybe.
2: Yeah, yeah we would have died.
4: I mean, Tarjux almost died anyways and Tar-Jux... he wasn't even trying to take something.
3: Tarjux
0: did die. Legally, you can't prove that. That is, in (laughs) fact, the very next thing Patches writes, in all caps, TERRAJUX DIED. (laughs) And that nobody batted an eye when Desmond and Terrajux went off on their own.
3: Uh, That's what happens.
2: Yeah, that, that was my bad.
0: Yeah,
4: Layla and Fall Rock are really starting to drop the ball on the whole babysitting Desmond. (laughs) We keep thinking they'll learn. Responsible. What are you talking about?
2: We keep thinking that they'll learn.
4: Well, the the last time we didn't babysit you is the reason you're now responsible,
3: though. It worked itself out. (laughs) Did it? Right.
0: Right. (laughs) Uh,. Falrock walking on walls is cool, but because Terajax described his training in Hopstonopolis as having fingerless gloves and socks, yep. I cannot unsee. This is now headcanon. Who knits those socks for Fall Rock? Is that what Ched does up in the crow's nest because we never know what he's doing up there? <laughs> Ched, you, do you want to comment on your crow's no. nest activities?
1: Do you knit toeless socks for Fall Rock? <laughs> I'd forgotten um, that that was a
2: joke we'd made, honestly.
1: I did too. Um I mean if anything I'm practiced in them because if I ever want to keep my feet warmer than they need than they they can be, then I've got to knit toeless socks because of true. my talents, true. you yep. know? So Absolutely. Alright I'll knit them for the whole
3: crew. Fingerless gloves and he and, too uh Ched can summon sheep, so it's not like yeah. obtaining wool is a It's issue.
0: it's a real farm to table situation here. <laughs> um Let's see, trust a vampire and lich with blood. Nobody questions this. Look,
3: we had a long
0: day. I think I've decided on the best description of the Alchemist Club. It's like those videos where the parent enters the room and the toddler has gotten a hold of a bag of flour. Everything is coated in flour. The toddler is naked and riding the dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that about
4: sums it up. Every time Terry Jackson and Desmond are left to do their own thing.
0: Back, yep. to, back to the show. We've entered the soup. We met Toadie. Um, oh, I love Toadie. Started episode I 101. Todi. I have no idea what will happen next, but I cannot wait. Hashtag ding. Other questions. Does everyone have their own room on Telephorus? If so, what do they look like? What happened to Leyland's lightning javelin? How good is Chit at sports since his people's military training involves baseball? Does Fall Rock still think about Rusty? You know what? Let's take these one at a time.
3: Yeah. Because uh, yeah. um, that was half the list. It, There's it's like many. a, it's like a bunk bed situation. It's like a crew quarters, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Is that? Yeah, I think Desmond has his own
4: room since he's the captain. Yes. But... <laughs> yeah. The
0: yeah. rest of us, we're all just in bunks. Essentially, yes. Have you
3: personalized these things at all? Uh, yes. I've got like I made a little um like mobile of clouds. <laughs> so I've got that above my I've I am on the bottom bunk, so um I've got I've got a little cloud uh you know dangling down on strings. It's mostly painted cardboard, but oh. um I found some cotton balls so I'm gonna screw <laughs> here. Splendid. Anybody so, else have any, uh... since
4: Chad doesn't sleep in a bed really there's only three three bunks being used.
3: Yeah. And elves don't sleep, so yours is more like a Yeah. Like it's a perfectly made bed that's never used.
4: <laughs> so that means you're bunking with
5: Fallrock and Falrock's yeah. on the top bunk. Yep. <laughs> oh I've yeah. I've priced a copper still for my desk so that I can use the bee honey and make mead.
0: Yeah. So that's <laughs> Desmond's the captain's quarters have the have the most
1: sort of personalization because he's got the space for it. Chet has been, um, if if the party has spent much time up on the top deck, um, creating or cultivating uh, an arboretum,
0: mm-hmm.
1: well, in a in a in a tiered time, uh, tiered timing, so that they we don't just suddenly have like a bunch of, you know, full-grown trees all at once. He'll plant like a sapling at a time. And these are mainly <laughs> so that there's always a tree on the tree ship that he can teleport to. But and bring we the, not, the party you members use the through tree too? Tree
3: ship to teleport? Or no, just... Joe already
1: ruled that oh. I couldn't. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, that's I tried to I do idea. that. I tried to do that
1: in our our dream episode. Ah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. I, I think I had to like I had to grow a a small sapling. With some, I forget exactly what I. No, I I, I planted my um, my staff of the woodlands, right. um, Into the ship and grew a tree and then tried to teleport through that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving Next on. Question. What happened to Leyland's lightning javelin?
3: Yeah, that that goes. I mean, way I back I, there. I remember that Leyland has it. I just assumed that whatever else we were working with was more useful. Because, like, a javelin's range is not stellar. Um, no, it's not great. It's compared to the siege crossbow, which is, like... Okay. Uh,
2: yeah,
4: I'm, I mean, that's something I was actually yeah. thinking about. I don't even need my hand crossbows anymore now that right. I can shoot twice with the siege. Um, so. but my yeah.
3: real question is, what happened to the gun? Oh, it, it's, still, it's still... Someday we're going to shoot that crystal gun, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah.
0: Here's
3: it's, here's a like, I'm, question. I'm
0: packing it, but yeah. What happens if you put the lightning javelin in the siege crossbow? <laughs> hey, there's is, an idea. Is, is
3: that allowed? Chunk. Maybe um maybe you could get the javelin modified in Dangaia to have like cross to be like suited for a crossbow.
5: Mm-hmm. Put feathers on the end.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like flight it and maybe shorten it a little bit.
4: That sounds wonderful.
3: Yeah, like a, a reusable lightning bolt. But I want... Oh,
0: boo. Yeah. Boo. I like
4: it.
3: Yeah. All
0: right. How good is Chet at sports since his people's military training involves baseball?
3: I assume Chet is the best at sports.
1: Uh, Ched's not bad at sports. I mean, he's got above average decks and baseball doesn't really require... Uh, I mean he's he's no stronger than um, any other eric cochran and you know what what comes into play there is is throwing the rock and swinging the bat but um, as far as fielding uh, he's he's uh he's a semi all-star semi all-star <laughs> you heard it, heard yeah. it here first collect the <laughs> chet fleek
0: go. baseball card oh hell yeah dude um does Falrock still think about rusty
2: uh, a lot less often since there are more pressing matters. But occasionally, yeah, a little bit.
3: Also, I think we realize that Rusty is like Rusty is at home in the junkyard. Yeah. I think there's nowhere else on the that we could provide that would be a better experience for Rusty than that junkyard. Yeah, we're we're you know I
2: feel like we could be pen pals if Rusty could write, but yeah, uh,
3: um, bring Rusty along
2: with still the. Not bringing Rusty along was still the correct decision. Yeah, so.
3: one of us should take the Awakened spell. And we'll just no. go back and <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> grant nope. a cursed sapience to this random rust monster. It'll be great. No. First mate. No,
2: we're fine as is.
3: That hasn't
4: always worked with the plants, so I don't want to try it on that guy. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> true. We have a, a rough, rough history of uh, terrorizing plants with sapience. It's true.
0: Uh, let's see. Was Desmond already connected to slash worshipping Aquila, or did she
3: randomly take him? Oh, like was uh, he a, just a follower before he was the chosen one?
5: No, he definitely was not. He definitely just worshipped money in the sea.
3: Yeah. <laughs> money and the sea.
0: That's, there's a religion. Uh, let's see. When prepping for a fight, does Terjax draw heart on everyone's
3: face or just his own? I try, but nobody lets me. I don't have skin that you can paint it on. Yeah, well, there's no. that, and then I can't do it on Desmond because the like I don't have waterproof. I have some waterproof paints, but it's still like it smears. I can't get the, I can't get it to look nice. Um, I. I once managed to get half a heart drawn onto Falrock before he was able to uncanny dodge away. But <laughs> then it just burned off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, then...
2: want any, I don't want any face paint near the beard. Yeah.
3: And then Laylan, um who's to say whether or not uh, Leyland is wearing Juxian war paint. You can never see him during a fight. Poof. You know. Yeah. The, You'll his, never see the war paint. His feet. face is hidden in shadow. So... Um, my head is that yes, Leyland is wearing Juxian war paint, but we'll never know. <laughs> and the
0: final question, which Patches writes, possibly most important: How happy was Joe to kill Terra Jux? Were, were you just giggling to yourself when he stepped into the device? Yes, absolutely, I was because I knew it exactly <laughs> what it did. Um. As for how happy I was to kill Terajax, mm, that particular line of questioning hasn't played itself out all the way yet. Correct. So this has been a Patches fan letter. I will post the thing in its entirety for you.
3: Yeah, um, really, briefly, uh, it sounded like Patches made it all the way to episode 101. Um, somewhere around there. Past the dial tone of the multiverse, if they met Toadie, so... Um, incredible progress yeah you're coming up on the recap episode which oh. uh fascinates me yeah that's gonna um, be an interest like maybe
0: yeah patches i can't wait for that letter because because <laughs> patches they've already listened to everything
3: right mm-hmm. and it's fresh enough that they can remind us of all the things that we forgot to recap and uh we can do a recap recap someday
0: A recap, recap. Yes, perfect. That sounds fantastic.
3: Keep up the good work,
0: Patches. We believe in you. We're actually um, about three months, maybe four, uh, off of our second recap episode, which will take place after episode 150. Yes.
2: Are we doing them every 50 now?
0: We're going to do them every 50 now because 100 was way too much. True. We
3: did learn about Desmond's choking kink. Shame on you what? for not reading
0: that aloud, Joe. I, <laughs> oh, I am allowed Don't to read okay. I thought you weren't posting this until later. What? I'm am... you are not allowed to read anymore until after the episode is done. <laughs> oh, Alright, so recap All what right. happened last time.
3: We slew a number of lava elementals. Uh, and then a very very large one showed up, and Laylin very briefly basically got eaten. Yeah, <laughs> experienced a very interesting sensation, and we managed to destroy it, save Laylin. Um, Jed, Jed got <laughs> swatted out of the sky. Jed did get one shot basically. Yeah. Um that was scary. Fire uh, brigade. Yeah. I'm trying to there wasn't really any like big dramatic cliffhanger it was like kind of just oh uh, we healed we, yeah you finished the fight yeah yeah, no. yeah yeah so um i guess now we're on our way back up to the king to be like the the duke on our way back up to the duke to be like hey we did it
0: all right so oh, you may we don't need to, to like
4: change. investigate the source of them or anything. I
0: uh, think
4: we
2: should. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: okay. Let's head uh, closer to the caldera and see if we can see anything coming out of it. Yeah. Anything else coming out of it?
3: Um, uh, for just for the party's information though, I, I'm I start with my most powerful spells and then kind of like move my way back up the list. So we're we're looking at third level slots and below now. Just. Just so we're aware of my combat potential. <laughs> Leiland uh, is
4: peeling burnt skin off of himself. So. I
3: uh, slap leolin on the back and head over... I don't even, like, stop at oh, the yeah. edge of the cliff. I just walk straight off while looking down. Yeah, of course. Uh,
0: there is indeed lava down there. A lot of it. A lot of lava.
3: Ooh. Much lava. Yeah. Um... So uh, Maybe we should
2: go back to making the the sheet plate again, make a lot of noise, see if it drags uh, up any more of them. Oh
3: try to do like one more one more pass. Yeah, yeah we could do that. Um I did want to uh I, I talked to Follow briefly. I had spoken with the elementals in their uh Ignan Terran tongue. Mm-hmm. Um and I I explained that they were, you know, very clearly agitated by the noise. And if this is something where more elementals are being produced down there because the volcano is like connected to the plane of fire or something which seems likely because where else would all this hot rock be coming from um maybe all the dwarves need to do is create like a silence barrier over the mouth of the caldera oh
2: like
4: like some kind
3: like they can enchant a um like a static silence field that just plugs this hole so that only the pipes go down in there and then the elementals shouldn't be disturbed by the uh, forging
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
3: so okay. i think that's going to be my proposal i make to either the forge master or the duke once we go back up there but i will start descending down into the caldera um and keeping an eye out on things i i want to try to see when Farrock uh starts hammering metal again sort of exactly where they're bubbling up from or if there's like a if like a hole opens up briefly, or if I can see any kind of uh, weird stuff going on, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna basically get as close as I can before I start taking fire damage, and uh, uh, watch from there. I have
4: an ice bolt ready, if anything okay. appears.
2: Huh. So yeah, I'm gonna start hammering plate metal.
0: All right, Falrock goes back to making an aluminum siding for his shack. Um, Terajax is standing out over the caldera and slowly descends yep. into it in what some people would describe as an awful tease. Terajax just plummeting off the side of a, a volcano. <laughs> um, you lower yourself down. You can hear that the, the clanging of Falrock's hammer gets It's a lot louder down here than... Oh might be anticipated something about oh, the that's acoustics of the of the volcano appear to be amplifying this noise as it ah. sort of rings down into the into the bed here
3: that is really good to know
0: um, and as you descend you can indeed see that um, chunks of the lava start to detach themselves and sort of start to pull themselves up the
3: side hmm. okay well um i'm gonna do my best to kind of stay out of range and just start hitting those with uh frostbite as i uh move my way up i'll do my usual like shout at them in Ignan that only death lies ahead turn back turn back um and then i am going to head back up towards the lip of the canyon to speak to Fallout. okay
0: your, um, your frost bites only appear to enrage the,
3: the clambering yeah. elementals. Uh, I land back up on the ledge and I make the universal sign of stop hammering on that piece of metal.
0: Okay. What, what does that I look like?
3: Hammering. Um, and so, uh, it, exercise for the viewers at home: hold both your arms up vertically. Take your right arm, bend it at a ninety degrees, palm facing outward, with the like back of your hand directly on your forehead. The other arm also comes down at a 90, but like out instead of folded inward with your fist. And the back of your fist is facing outward towards the uh, recipient of the message. And then you uh, stick your fingers out and then back in and then out and back in. Okay.
0: This is important. Do the hands, do the fingers of the hands alternate as you stick them out and take them back in? Or is it simultaneous?
3: The one on your forehead stays completely still, and your left hand, which is. Thumb is folded in against your palm, and the remaining four fingers are going uh, up and down. There we and go. Also, <laughs>
4: it also even more important perhaps. Is, has, have you ever practiced this with Fall Rock before? And I go and Fall Eddie, Rock, stop. <laughs>
3: okay,
0: there it is. There's. Yep. For the viewers at home, I just tried that as well, and God, it. it's as ridiculous as it sounds. <laughs> uh, listeners, try this at home.
3: Yeah, I want to see a gift set of all our fans attempting this motion, and I'll pick out which one is correct. (laughs) Because maybe, maybe yours is more correct than mine. You know, Juxian sign language is a fickle thing. Yeah. Uh, I stop hammering. Okay. I um I'm running. I'm flailing with my arms. I'm saying, "They're coming! They're coming! (laughs) The lava are coming! The lava are coming!" And uh. I skid to a stop next to Far and I go, wow, it's loud down there. Really? Very loud. Hmm. Louder than you would expect. And here they come, and I ready a uh, orb of chilled death to throw at the next thing that comes over the lip of the uh, canyon. Okay.
0: Um. Everybody else? You've been informed that more lava elementals are making their way up to greet you what do you do? I have
4: an, I have an arrow ready to fire as first one comes into
2: view So that's,
5: yes splendid. this will get my mobile fire hydrant
3: oh my god
2: well that's so, right the, yes, the
1: immovable the, rod the immovable with, with rod decanter. roped
3: onto a uh, yeah
1: alright I mean, I guess I'm at the ready, but I wonder if there's some other way that we can do this without fighting them all. I I mean, I've yelled at them, so... Well, well where are they coming from? Just, is- like, from the pool of lava? Yeah,
3: yeah, they're just bubbling up from... It looked like the lava itself animated. Is that correct? Uh-huh. So, it's like, I think that entire pool of lava might, like, already be elementals. Because think about it, what... What is keeping all this rock molten? Um, first of all, the, the concept of a volcano is completely ridiculous. It makes no sense. Um, so there's got to be some kind of magical force involved. So, like, it would make sense that there's a gradient to the plane of fire or some other immensely hot source down there.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, especially because this is, this is an island split off from the continent, right?
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And even if it wasn't, oh. the continent doesn't have anything <laughs> underneath it, so like it's it's impossibility on top of impossibility. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: he says about the floating continent.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh so my guess would be either um there's some like portal down there directly to a ocean of lava that's mostly elementals by volume, or um that pool itself is just like some kind of like primordial like not quite elementals but if they're agitated they activate i don't know i don't know enough about magic or creatures or any of that to really give like a concrete answer that's something for a scientist to figure out i just know that they are coming and it is really loud down there so i can't blame them what
2: if we whisper and we leave
3: because they're not
2: just up here destroying things.
4: And oh, you mean not, now that, that they, they need stop. To Right.
2: What if we just don't make duke any noise be... and leave?
4: Yeah.
3: I think I we need to just let's... tell the duke... What? That... Let's not make any noise and let's hide and see what they do. Okay. Because okay. I don't, I don't want to leave and they, like, start trashing the place and then we come back down right. and we're like, oh. So let's let's all hide up inside, like, uh, you know, hide behind machinery or hide up behind the stalactites and stuff and watch
1: sure. certainly sure
3: so uh i my stealth check is going to be a total of 21.
1: okay everybody else if we stay if we stay together i can cast pass without trace that's a good idea yeah 31
2: that's an excellent <laughs> idea uh, I'd have a 16, but a uh, 26 with Pass Without Trace.
4: Uh, I have a
0: 22. seven. Pass Without Trace is a very silly spell.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, natural 1. Oh boy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I so... wish it was advantage and not just plus 15, but here we are.
0: Uh, so... Ev- Ched casts Pass Without Trace, and the four of you sort of disappear into various hike spots. Ooh, excuse me. Ched, you are left standing all on your lonesome when the first of the lava elementals makes it over the,
1: the lip of the cliffside. What do you do? Well, I don't speak Ignin. Nope. Um, I only speak Auron and i no longer have fifth level spells just to huh run away away. like yeah no i'm I'm gonna just fly away but i was hoping i could accomplish something all right i'm just gonna fly away then all right you fly away um a
0: single chunk of molten rock is thrown in your general direction, but it falls pretty short, because you guys were not right up on the edge um, when this happened. And everybody who is currently still hiding in the forge, please make perception
3: checks. Uh, it's only an 8. <laughs> uh,
4: 23. 23.
0: 17. I got a 9. Okay. Uh, Everybody who got above a 10, um, you are positioned in such a way that you can sort of see what's going on outside, and you see the lava elementals kind of looking around at the forge, trying to figure out where the noise was coming from. They, uh, they they appear to be searching, but not too ter- like they don't have a very intelligent search pattern because they're not very
3: smart. What do you okay. do? I think remain silent for now if we can.
2: Yeah, I say we just wait them out see if they'd leave.
3: Yeah.
4: I mean, if one notices us, I'm going to shoot it, but...
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, can everybody make another stealth check for me except Chet, who has flown away to hide amongst the the uh the rocks we we don't we don't have
4: pass without trace for this one if he's flown away right we have to be within a certain range of him
0: i think you have to be within a certain range for him to cast it i think post that point it's concentration isn't it pass without trace fight i mean
1: i do concentrate but i think they have to continue within my range Uh, i'm not sure
3: 18 without 28 with
0: Veil of Shadows and Silence radiates from you, masking your companions from detection. For the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you has a plus 10 bonus. So that's kind of ambiguous. Yeah. Because it's... Is it each creature within 30 feet of you at the time of casting, or is it like a bubble?
3: Yeah. I I mean, I would rule bubble, but... uh, Yeah. Either way, I think... Otherwise, it's very strong. Um, Otherwise, we, we might still be okay here. Like, I got an 18, so
5: yeah I got a total of twenty
2: I got a total of twenty as well
3: I got fourteen
0: Wow yeah. that's unexpected yeah um the lava elementals pass blisteringly close to Leyland's hiding spot but they don't seem to be aware of him uh, Leyland you take uh four points of fire damage as they as they. Literally sends you on their their way paths. Is that your reduction? Your reduction, yes. Gotcha.
1: Oh. Well, it reads for the duration each creature you choose within 30 feet of you. Right. So that, I mean, there's a range on when you. I think it's the range is on the choice. The
3: question there being.
1: um, No, I think it's designated and it goes beyond a certain bubble.
3: The question being is that, like, if. If something new comes within 30 feet of you, can you designate it as
1: gaining no, the effect? No. Or... I-, I think it's when you cast it, you choose a number of targets within 30 feet of you. And they're granted that bonus as long as you concentrate.
3: Either way. Anyways, what do the elementals do?
0: Um, they They look around for a while, and then eventually you see them turn to each other and kind of shrug, and they go back over the side and down into the caldera.
2: All right. Okay. Yeah, so they're not out to get it they, We just need a way oh, of I, separating I, them from it I don't
3: it. think they're smart enough to realize That the forge equipment makes noise
2: Right, right
3: um, yeah. So yeah cool. uh, Let's go back down then And just explain or Let's go back up to the king and explain That like, we can keep killing elementals All day, but one right. I suspect that we might accidentally Quench the volcano doing that um, Cause like we could park Teliferous overhead and just shell these things while you know like yeah. hammering on some metal, and we could kill dozens of them. But I don't know if there's a use to that.
2: Yeah, no, I'm uh, with if, you.
3: I'm with you. If the Duke wants us to do it, we'll do it. But I mean, uh, let's go present our quiet proposal first. I think they're
4: just gonna have to find a new place for a forge. It's...
3: Uh, the huh. point is the proximity to the lava, though. Right. So, I
2: I think if there's a way to shield the cavern yeah. below with the lava from the sound, then that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, or if there's a way to silence the machinery, even if that's easier than silencing is the zone, right. you know. So.
3: Well, the dwarves would also have to be quiet, which, um, you know, mm-hmm. if they're doing like if they're used to doing like work songs or shouting orders or anything, that's ah, uh, you might be able yeah. to get away with that, but it's really noisy down there. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. Let's go back up to the. I don't know if we should trouble the Duke with this immediately. Like maybe let's go to the foreman and explain our findings, and then if he thinks it's wise, we'll go report back to the Duke.
2: Yeah. Okay, let's
3: go. We do that. Uh, We go back up to the uh, the George Foreman. Um, We. His name is not George. Yeah, (laughs) it's. Geoge, because <laughs> he's a you know ground stuff. Um, we go talk to the foreman. We explain that we killed uh, a number of lava elementals, especially or additionally including a very very large one. Yeah. Um, and that's another
4: that's another thing to consider. If you know all of that, all of just fall rock, but hanging caused one large one. If we really tried to draw them out. We could quickly be over one run, even
3: with Teliferous. I yeah, well, yeah. If they were and up I'm thinking in Teliferous, they wouldn't be able to get to us. But
2: <clears throat> well, also the other thing I'm thinking is that they haven't, they don't seem to have had this problem for very long.
3: Oh, yeah, because the forges have been in operation previously.
2: Right. So something changed, mm. and we just need to adapt to it, because yeah. we can't seem to find an exact source for it. So.
3: Well, we're also not very good at detecting magic, so maybe we could bring True. we could do a flyby with Basil or we could like try to get a dwarven mage to assist us and be like oh, yep, that's a portal down there. God knows yeah. that portal. Okay. But uh, We report to the foreman. We explain all of this. We explain that we're, there were a bunch of elementals. We destroyed a very large one, but um, our further experiments suggested that more will come up, and uh, we took some readings on the site and determined that uh, there's some kind of acoustic focusing that's being done, so that the sound of the forges is very, very loud and probably agitating them down in the caldera itself. Uh, options would include some kind of like magical barrier against sound or silenced machinery. Uh, if you would like, we can escort a, you know, a mage or somebody with expertise in elemental our stuff to try to get a better reading on the situation. What do you think, Mr. Foreman, who has been working on this location and has lived for like a hundred years more than I have? (laughs) That's
0: very interesting. I did not realize that we were making such a clatter down there in in Lava Land as it Oh yeah, it's loud. Hmm. Going to be very difficult to, to make a quiet forge we could extend the the aqueducts but the the amount of magic required to sustain molten temperatures is very high
4: do you have some mages who can just
0: cast silence
4: fields when you all are working
0: hmm he taps his finger while joe looks up what the material
3: component for silence is i think it's i don't think there's like a cost to it, is there? Oh, no, there isn't even a material component. Yeah, yeah it's just a verbal somatic. Mm-hmm. But it only lasts 10 minutes, so... Right,
0: so they'd have to have, like, an entire staff of silencers yeah.
3: on hand.
1: Alternatively... Or um, a permanence effect, right? On...
3: Oh, yeah, or however you imbue permanence into stuff. Um, alternatively, like, if this is not economically feasible we can keep pursuing the problem further. It's just that we were originally contracted to clear out elementals and we have cleared out a lot of elementals, but uh, that doesn't seem to be like we're treating the symptom right now and Mm -hmm. we would like to get paid for that still. But also, if you want to do a more rigorous investigation of the cause, we are available.
0: No, no, I think that you've probably... I don't know what the original terms of your agreement with Alvard are, but I think you've done more than your fair share of work, given that you've seemingly located the source of the problem. We'll have to draw up some proposals as to how to deal with this issue and present them to the guilds.
3: Yeah, and if it ends up being like you have to skydive a team of... Let's say five daring heroes directly into a, a hole directly down into the depths of the caldera. Hit us up. Um, Until then, uh, happy forging. Well, go meet with the duke. (laughs) Until such time as I am able to forge again. Yes. Uh, And we leave.
0: And you leave. Making your way back to the Duke's office. Yep. Um, You are asked to wait for a little while when you get there, um, as he is currently in a meeting with somebody. Yeah. Okay. Um, Is there anything you'd like to do while you're in the waiting room, which is... Well furnished, plush cushions in the chairs, a selection of magazines for you to look through that are all up to date. Um, you know, Rock Munchers Weekly. <laughs>
3: um, um, if there's like a news or a current event, if there's like a newspaper, I'd love to get caught up on uh, what's been going around the continent. Um, and then there if is, that doesn't, but.
0: It's all about the gemstone duchies. There's nothing in there about anything that takes place above ground.
3: Okay. Uh, there still might be something useful in there. Uh, so I'll, I'll peruse through that, maybe get Falrock's take on it since he's a little more keyed into who all these dwarves are. Uh, and then the other thing is I will ask the, there's like a secretary, right? Yeah. I will ask them, you know, if, if they know of any other tasks or people mo- who might have tasks. Not like the Duke himself, but surely he has, like, other advisors and officers and people who can um, produce jobs for us. And, uh, you know, who we might talk to about further employment or things like that. Well,
4: oh, yeah. preferably that don't involve lava. Says I, the I
3: didn't mind the lava so much.
4: Mostly crisp. <laughs> <Elf>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
3: Yeah. I thought we did okay
4: no.
0: with the lava. Laylan is currently shedding his skin <laughs> and Ched is 98% bruised right now.
3: <laughs> Not that you'd yeah. be able to tell under the feathers. I I don't see the problem. I think we did fine. <laughs> Compared to how our fights usually go. I think we did very well for ourselves. Mm Maybe they usually go bad for you, so of course this one was good. This one was great. I love fighting things that are slow and on the ground and don't explode when killed. Mm -hmm.
2: I mean, true.
3: (laughs) But uh, I do ask the secretary who else we might talk to about uh, sort of similar work. Any of the guild it heads? It's still it's still a couple days or like a week until the next meeting, and I would love to get multiple successes under our belt. Yes,
0: um, the the secretary says, "Well, I don't know a whole lot about that sort of thing. Your best bet is probably to get in touch with the various guilds around Diangaya. They Ooh, they okay. would be the ones looking looking for work or right. have jobs, I suppose, to." To hand out. Um, Sounds good. Halvard um, steps or sticks his head out after uh, you finish chatting with the secretary and says, "Just a couple more minutes. We're we're almost done here." And indeed, a couple of minutes later, uh, an elegantly dressed dwarf exits Halvard's office, and uh, you are beckoned inside. Okay. okay. In we go. Yes. In you go. He uh, gestures for you to sit as, as you have done in the past,
3: the one time you were here. Sit down in my chair, scoot, scoot, scoot up, someone next to Fall Rock.
1: Mm-hmm. And... I do not sit just as I did <laughs> last time. Yep.
3: I,
4: I, I check to see if sitting is more painful than standing or not.
0: <laughs> roll Definitely
4: more a, painful for me.
0: Roll a d20. Ten. Uh, it's about the same either way. <laughs> Damn it! The
3: uniform burn. <laughs>
0: Nicely crisp.
3: the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I explained to Halvar, uh, once again that we neutralized. Uh, I think it was like five total. The of uh, the small ones, and then one very very large elemental. I give him, you know, rough dimensions. Uh, at. At great uh, cost to our group and I gesture to um, Ched, who's kind of like hunched over a little bit, and uh, Laylin, who is like just kind of uniformly crispy. Yeah. Uh, but we defeated them. Uh, the issue is that uh, we have reason to believe that this is not the last of the elementals that you will face in the forges. Uh, we were able to uh, confirm the existence of a third group and there was no indication that defeating this third group of Elementals wouldn't preclude the existence of a fourth or a fifth or a sixth. And you may be looking at a situation where Elementals could be pulled either indefinitely from this pool of lava or uh, pulled and killed from this pool until all the heat within Dying Gaia itself dries up. Uh, so we thought it best to halt our efforts for now and return to your office for consultation before pulling out the big guns. Uh, I passed on a number of suggestions to your foreman, including uh, magical silence fields. It would seem that the amplified sounds of forging are what are uh, agitating the elementals, according to their own testimony. Uh, If silencing the forges is not economically feasible, Uh, We would be happy to escort a team of mages or other investigative individuals to try to figure out if there is some kind of portal or rift or collision with the elemental planes, but uh, we ourselves probably don't have that kind of equipment aboard our vessel. Uh, This would, under my understanding, be an extension of our contract or an additional task. He... And we we felt it was uh, wise to consult with you before taking uh, rash action. Wow! <laughs> and everyone's like, who, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Everybody turns to look at the camera, like in the office. Yeah. <laughs> um, he takes all this in and says, "Well, it sounds like you've done a a pretty bang up job." Um. We will take your report into consideration and the council will ultimately decide what's to be done about the problem. It sounds like our forge work is going to have to wait a little bit until we can decide how best to resolve the uh, the noise issue. Nobody
3: wants noisy neighbors, he says. Mm-hmm. When uh. exactly did this um have you had any trouble with elementals prior to the attack on the forges, or any sightings even? Uh, we haven't. No. Hmm. And this uh, this attack mm-hmm. was like a week or two ago, right? Uh,
1: thereabouts.
3: The most. You serious. know how long, long anyway?
1: the caldera has been active? Since the volcano has hatch- been active.
0: It began shortly after the hatching.
1: Right.
3: So yeah, something Mm -hmm. recently happened that either woke up the elementals, which were already present, or created them, or made a rift to them, which is why I'm thinking, like, a magical investigation is called for here. Yeah. We could try to get our diviner to look at it, but I don't know if his expertise is, like, locating portals underneath magma. I don't think Uh, anybody
0: has an expertise along those lines. (laughs)
3: Yeah, and then and then even if we did find the portal, we would have to create like four mecha that you pilot in tandem and then uh deliver Projects. some kind of gigantic Projects. magic Projects. nuke down into the <laughs> huh?
2: I, It sorry. <laughs> you got a little carried away. <laughs> Read um, too many been... Juxian comics.
3: Yeah.
4: There been any changes to the forge work and whatnot, or any staff <laughs> turnover or anything recently?
0: Hmm. I'd have to check the records on that one, but not especially. There was a, a lengthy break while we pulled most of the staff away to deal with preparing the uh, the fortress for separation. I wonder if that might have something to do with it. He lapses into thoughtful silence for a moment. So, well that's something to think about later. Uh, You've done an excellent job, and I will certainly be able to make a strong case for providing you with materials,
3: supplies, and perhaps personnel um, at the next council meeting. Excellent. Before that council meeting takes place, if you know of anyone else, uh, say any of your advisors who might have a similarly sticky problem, uh, we would love to hear of it, since we're going to be here until after the council meeting, so... If there's anything else we can do to help that might make your case easier. That is not a bad idea. It certainly wouldn't
0: hurt for you to build up a bit more of a reputation amongst the guild heads. Especially since I know a couple of them are going to be rather... Disdainful is not the right word. They would rather uh, that we spend our resources on... Strengthening Gaia for possible incursions from the mountain home, rather than extending resources to relative strangers for what some might describe as harebrained schemes.
3: Yes. Are there any in particular you'd recommend we focus on? Any uh, especially stubborn holdouts that would benefit greatly from assistance?
0: I think that's the wrong way of going about it. I don't know that you would be able to convince them that... You are a worthwhile investment. My recommendation would be to focus on those who are of more moderate mindsets and could thus be persuaded to support you. Works for me.
2: Yeah, who would those be?
0: Well, I haven't heard too many reports from the Guildheads recently. They've mostly been taking to managing their own affairs. Um two in, that I had in in mind for potential points of persuasion for you would be uh, Thimred Merrymaster who heads up the Brewers Guild. Okay? And Phasnoid Silverthane who uh is one of the or who huds who up the, the Jewelers' Guild. You may oh, have already what? met him.
2: Yeah, I think we've actually done good business with him already.
0: Yes, I do have a report of a large quantity of sapphires entering
3: circulation within the city.
2: Yeah, that was us.
3: Cool. Well, let's go talk to the brewer, then, and... Uh... See if we can't uh, make ourselves useful.
2: Absolutely. Whoa. Get some good fire water out of it. Oh.
4: let's <laughs> say Old Desmond's got to be somewhere inside there. Do you think you know,
3: we can like... bring it out with high enough quality alcohol?
0: <laughs> Do you think Desmond drank high quality alcohol? You know what, that's fair. <laughs> Quantity, maybe. We,
3: yeah, we have to get Swill.
0: Give us The very worst thing you have ever brewed. That's one of those, like, Buffalo Wild Wing challenges. Anybody who can drink a pint of (laughs) barrel slime.
3: They call it the (laughs) Rattler. Doesn't
0: have (laughs) to pay for it. Yeah. They get a t shirt. Wow. What a deal. But it's a dwarf sized t shirt. Very short, very
1: broad. Um <laughs> uh just picturing Desmond's uh he basically is wearing a, a midriff.
0: Yeah, it's it's functionally a crop it's top with
1: yeah, way top. too wide really, shoulders.
3: Really tight <laughs> on the uh really, really tight on the shoulders <laughs> and then like very loose, floppy sleeves.
5: I got blackout drunk and all I woke up in was this shirt. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
3: Okay. I uh, thank the Duke first time, and then, does anyone else have anything that we need to do before we just go, take another quest from this random brewer? I'd like to sleep. Oh yeah, we are kind of beat up, aren't we? A little bit.
2: Um, yeah. Let's let's see what's going on though, because the meeting's in what a day, two days, something like that.
0: Um, I think it's three or four.
2: Okay, so we've got time. All right, we can we can go home for yeah. tonight then rest up
0: yeah like what what time is it you don't have a good idea of that given that you are deep underground underground
3: damn i knew we should have got that devil's watch
0: (laughs) (laughs) i forgot about that (laughs) it was a very nice watch
3: oh it was the nicest watch i've ever seen it's the only watch you've ever seen yes (laughs) right uh Let's head back to teleferrus. let's uh everybody short rest or whatever um Long we can rest. At least get the, well, yeah, <laughs> we can at least get the job from the brewer before like doing it tomorrow, so we have time to prepare again so we'll we will rest before doing this uh task, but if it's something simple, it's just like, oh, we need help um you know moving these barrels over here or like oh you know we need to gather some trees to make new barrels and it's something that we can do either like with teliferous or with whatever spells we have left and it's not like a dangerous task then we can just get that knocked out okay
5: random question yeah in this the lands that these people own. Is it all underground? Do they have any, like, large bodies of water nearby or anything that they keep, like, to use as a primary water source or anything?
0: Uh, that is a question that you would have to direct to somebody who would know.
5: A Thalrock? Huh? Is there any large bodies of water around here?
2: Uh. Good question. (laughs) I... I try and think back. Was there a pool party part of the uh, family reunion <laughs> way back when?
3: <laughs> water skiing. Uh, make
0: make a, an intelligence check history if you have it. I guess. <laughs> I,
2: I don't. So we'll just go with intel.
1: Yeah, family history. Uh huh. Um, so that's Nat one. <laughs> I, I guess I never went water skiing on the family uh, vacation. Yeah what's what's water? <laughs>
0: Yeah, Farak does not. You do not remember whether or not there are any large bodies of water here. If only there were some people you could ask who who are familiar with Diangaia.
3: Yeah, I go to. Is there like an info kiosk? Yes. I ask <laughs> them. Run right um, to
5: the nearest dwarf and shaking them. I yeah. need to
3: get wet. <laughs> I, they- I um <laughs> I'm checking out their like info brochures, and I do ask them. You know. Uh do you have like bathhouses, bathhouses or you know, if I wanted to go somewhere to like wash my clothes and whatnot and I I got a little bit of soot on them, you see. Uh-huh. And then like where where do you get your water from here on an island? Isn't that seems like it'd be tricky. Is it magic?
0: So the explanation is there there are like bathhouses and laundries and stuff. Um and there is a large aquifer used for, like, drinking water, That's ah. there is... Um, anybody who's capable of casting create water is required to spend spell slots oh. on creating water for the aquifer.
5: That's fun. Oh. Okay. So I go do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go to the aquifer and just empty my decanter uh, of endless water into it <laughs> endlessly
2: <laughs> might be a... I'm not sure that's the best idea but I guess that would then, help uh, yeah
5: Yeah, and I'm going to get a hammer and chisel from somebody and I'm going to make a shrine to Aquila so that everybody knows <laughs> that I filled it up <laughs> alright
1: no. so this is going to take a while I don't
5: think that's Fine. the best idea though
1: well
5: it's
0: happening yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Alright. So Desmond, you you go to the sculptor's guild, the artisan's guild, you find like an old set of tools and um that nobody's using. You go down to the aquifer, you set your decanter to the appropriate work mode and just kind of like hang it over the ledge. Um and
5: babbling brook
0: yeah and start start chiseling on a nearby piece of stone to make a, a crude shri- shrine to aquila make a I love
3: the um the comedic moment of like a dwarf goes down there and he's showing off to his friends and he shoots like a big water jet out into the aquifer and it you know tapers off after a couple seconds and then his friend walks up and makes a much bigger show and casts an even bigger jet of water and then Desmond walks up and just kind of like whistling and just this steady, endless stream.
0: Yeah. Um, make a, a religion check. Alright,
5: I can look up. I can look at my modifier for that. Maybe me plug in my old computer. Oh, I'm trained in religion. Wonderful. I would hope so. Well, <laughs> I create it, so...
0: Oh my god.
2: Of course you would. Yeah. Of course you would nowadays.
0: It's the important things.
2: It's neo-Desmondism.
0: Yeah. Um so yeah, by the time that you have topped off the aquifer, you have carved of it's really rather elegant given that you have very little experience in stoneworking and shoddy like tools. Yep. Yeah. Um there is a, a relief carved into the wall of the aquifer now depicting one of Aquila's most popular forms, which is kind of like the um, Aquarius symbol, like the, the lady with the water mm-hmm. jugs, um, yeah. and her symbol sort of engraved beneath it. And you feel a warm maternal glow as you uh, lay down the last hammer stroke.
5: I feel accomplished.
0: You are accomplished. <laughs> and you pack up your decanter and head out. <laughs> um, and everybody else is going to sleep.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to go talk to the brewer, actually. By
2: yourself? Oh, are, we doing, are we starting this yeah. now?
3: I see no reason that we can't get the quest early and then be able to have time to prepare.
0: I can give you a reason that you can't have the quest early, uh, which is that I don't have it yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, hey! So we're going to end the episode here. I mean, you can still go before sleeping, but we're not going to do that now because I have to write it. Um, so this has been another action-packed Alchemist Club adventure. I've been Joe, your host and Dungeon Master. Uh, if you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find us on just about every podcasting service you can hope to imagine. Uh, Matthew, socials?
4: You can Find us at thealchemist underscore club on Twitter and at the club on
5: TikTok.
0: And our intrepid adventures today were...
5: Daniel
1: playing I'm playing
5: the pious Desmond Brinswell.
1: <laughs> I'm Zach and I play Falrock.
0: Matt and
5: I play
1: Leiland.
3: Waffle playing
0: jacks. Thanks for joining us.